2: to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man. That state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone.
3: About time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. It's the heart that
2: says, I will not acquiesce.
3: Broadcasting from the Sonoran Desert, I'm your host Ryan Gable, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings Radio. Monday through Friday, 10pm to midnight Pacific, right after Clyde Lewis and Ground Zero. Thank you so much for coming over to The Secret Teachings from Clyde's show. It's going to be a great show tonight, Tuesday, September 6th, 2022. If you'd like to contact the show, rdgable at yahoo.com. You can find us on social media, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, and on Twitter at TST. Underscore underscore radio. You can find the show on any radio or podcast player or application. You can listen for free, but if you'd like to support the show, we have a subscription archive on the website. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe today. You'll get access to all the shows without ads, the montages, digital copies of my books, a private RSS feed, and early access to the show. You can also find my books on the website www.thesecretteachings.info. If you buy a book or subscribe, you keep us on air Monday through Friday. Again, five nights a week right after Clyde and Ground Zero. So thank you so much for tuning in. The most reliable way to listen for tonight and for future reference is GroundZero.radio. That's GroundZero.radio or the Aftermath FM application. So I'm not exactly sure. What the subject matter was, what the topic was, or perhaps, since I haven't had guests for a while consistently, and we had a bunch of guests last week, I'm not sure if maybe it was a guest, but I have received an unbelievable amount of hatred and vile from like five different people across social media accounts, and I'm pretty sure they're the same person. So I don't know if I have my own NSA agent, I don't know if I have my own own sock puppet now. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but I've gotten the most vile, the most disgusting, the most hateful commentary and emails. And I normally wouldn't bring something like that up because it rarely happens, but it's happened so consistently in the last week. I'm thinking it has to be because of one of my guests or like someone was really upset about Harold Couts on the show and they said Harold wasn't trustworthy, but they liked Charles Lieber the guy who sold out the United States to the communist Chinese. They liked that. And then I had another guy tell me that I had a mind worm and I needed to be put into a communist re-education camp. And this was a big communist, I guess it was a pro-communist Twitter account. And then I had some crazy woman with yellow hair, about 300 pounds, tell me she was going to dedicate her next abortion to me. Like, I don't know if people think that gets to me and that makes me sad I think it's hilarious. It actually sincerely energizes me. So I don't know what the subject matter was, but I do know that it, it sort of started with Harold and it started with the, uh, the show we did a few weeks ago called Enviro Necromancy. If you missed that show, it's in the archive at thesecretteachings.info or you can scroll through like an Apple podcast and you should be able to find it. It's only a few days old, a few weeks old. It's not that old. So you can still listen to the show uh, without having to really dig into the depths of the archive. And that show was basically about a new study that was conducted about marine, marine life, marine, uh, marine species, and how they'd be extinct in 80 years. And conveniently, Australian researchers and a U.S. company called Colossal Biosciences had announced that they had a plan to perform what amount to Acts of necromancy to bring these extinct species, not marine species even, just any species, including the woolly mammoth and the Tasmanian tiger, back from the dead. The only problem with that is, number one, the woolly mammoth never lived in our time frame, how we consider ourselves to be modern humans. That is totally unnatural. The second thing is the Tasmanian tiger isn't even extinct. So the idea that you can bring something back from the dead that's extinct entirely is a misnomer because the Tasmanian tiger is not extinct so they want to engineer it genetically so that they can own it, so they can patent it, so that they can control it. So the remaining Tasmanian tigers essentially become the property of companies like Colossal Biosciences. And so that show for some reason pissed a lot of people on the internet off, and I'm not sure why that is. I'm not the one trying to bring the woolly mammoth back. I'm not the one trying to bring the Tasmanian tiger back. In fact, the last time I checked, people that cared about the environment didn't want to spray herbicides, pesticides, and insecticides. The last time I checked, people that cared about the environment did not want to genetically engineer their garden. The last time I checked, people that cared about the environment got out of the way and let nature do its thing. They didn't want to tamper with the plants. They didn't want to tamper with the soil. They didn't want to tamper with the atmosphere, with the climate. Because we're all told that simply living and breathing and having a kid or having friendships and going on camping trips and whatever it is we're doing, we're told that that's a threat, that's a danger to the planet. And so the solution to that threat, the solution to that danger is to simply genetically modify everything so a handful of powerful corporations have control of it, to tamper with the climate, with the environment, with sulfur particles and with heavy metals and with other chemicals. We're told those are the solutions to the problems of humanity, but then we're also told the problems of humanity are the very things that they offer. They're the same thing we're altering the climate, so let's geoengineer the climate to stop humans from altering it. Now what's actually happening is humans aren't altering the climate to any discernible effect, and then the solution to a problem that doesn't exist is we're going to geoengineer the environment, terraform the planet to stop humans from destroying it, which is absolutely insane. We care about the environment. We're not going to have food. Let's genetically alter the food so a handful of corporations and government, a fascist infrastructure, can take control of every little morsel of food that you can find genetically, patent it, control it, own it. Now, to me, that doesn't really sound very environmentally friendly. To me, that doesn't really sound like a positive thing. To me, that doesn't really sound like the mainstream scientific narrative. Because for as long as I can remember, and many of you, I'm sure, remember it longer than me, because I'm still a pretty young guy, Darwinism used to be the the big thing that scientists like to talk about. They didn't like any ideas or any concepts or any discussions or any debates or any beliefs in God. They didn't like the idea of creation. But they do like the idea of Darwin. They do like the idea of natural selection, but now there is no natural selection. There's unnatural selection. Humans didn't kill the woolly mammoth, but humans say we can bring the woolly mammoth back today in the 21st century. They want to release dozens or maybe hundreds of them in the Arctic. Doesn't make any sense. But it's the idea that humans have the power to do it, so if humans do it, If humans create something unnatural, then it's okay to talk about the idea of creation. And I also don't know why it's so hard to believe or so hard to grasp or so hard to understand for some people that you don't have to be a Christian to understand that there is a divine energizing force that animates the physical world. I'm not a Christian, but I would put my faith in something unseen that is energizing that is and its effect. That is not pulling me down. That is intuitive. That is creation. Beautiful. Things that we look at in the world and we see nature as nature. Call that God. Call it whatever you want. I'd rather put my faith in that than in narcissistic, egotistic psychopaths with stethoscopes and test tubes and scalpels and gene guns. I'd rather put my faith in and this ambiguous thing that people call God, then put my faith in man, who repeatedly certainly tampers with the natural environment, and certainly tampers with the climate. Not with carbon dioxide, and not with some trash, but tampers with it with gene editing, and geoengineering programs that go back to at least the 1960s. And that's what doesn't make any sense. Does any of this register... I don't know if you guys think about this kind of stuff. This is what I think about. I think about this a lot. It's the idea once more that you can create something perfect as an imperfect being and you declare that you're an imperfect being because God, who is perfect, is actually imperfect because he created an imperfect species, an imperfect race, an imperfect planet. But now you can fix the things and the issues, the problems that God is responsible for creating. You don't have to believe in God to recognize that that's totally asinine and it's absolutely 100% the same thing, but the real life version of all of the climate hysteria and all of the world is going to end in 10 years hysteria. Humans are going to do really bad things and are doing really bad things to the planet and to the environment, but they're doing it supposedly as a solution to save us from ourselves. And ultimately, like we discussed last night, this is a gross form of gas lighting. You humans are the problem. We can fix it. Well, what do we do? Well, we engineer the climate. And nobody raises their hand and says, hold on a second, isn't that what you're telling us we're doing by breathing, by living, by having families, by taking vacations? By running our air conditioner, we're altering the environment. And then your solution is to alter the environment. Your solution to a food crisis that doesn't exist organically—that is synthetic. There's so much food; it's it's unbelievable. We throw out forty percent of the food here in the United States that we purchase. That's a lot of food. And to solve that solution, to solve that problem, they offer the solution of well, we we'll, we'll genetically modify it. And all the environmentalists who used to be against genetic engineering suddenly are for it, and it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. When you start to understand, however, you start to read the writings, the scientific publications of universities, scientists uh, around the world, from the U.S. to China, China's pretty big on the types of things that we're about to get into. You start to recognize, oh, Well, they don't care about the environment. Oh, they don't really care about the climate. They don't care about plants. They don't care about animals. They don't care if you have food. What they care about is usurping the divinity of creation, usurping the natural order and taking control of it to steer it in the direction that they want to steer it. Now, I don't think there's a grand conspiracy. I'm not even sure if there's just a conspiracy. I don't think there's a conspiracy. I think a few things are happening. I think, one, because we have eliminated the concept of God and morality, well, I think that's what God is, morality, ethics, virtue, understanding, recognizing that there are forces far greater than us, and we should be careful what we play with, what we alter, what we tamper, what we manipulate, what we try to control. I think another part of the problem is you have very powerful people and very powerful institutions that have their own agenda, and they're simply searching for people that can help them carry out that agenda, but the people that are building the machines or altering the genes don't necessarily know what they're a part of. That's not a conspiracy. That's just like a corporation, like a Target or a Walmart. Corporate has their view and has their direction, and everybody follows it. The employees aren't involved in some big conspiracy. They're just following what their managers tell them. Those managers are following what their managers tell them, what the regional managers, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, up the ladder. I think that's, that's a lot of what's happening in the scientific world. So I'll take you back to 2019. There was a magazine article in Time, and it said the future of babies. And the headline was accompanied by promises of gene editing and uterus transplantation and babies with three biological parents Then they talked about something called IVG. In vitro gametogenesis. In vitro gametogenesis. Basically, what IVG is, is where scientists turn the stem cells of a woman or a man into female eggs. So, you're taking stem cells from a woman and you're producing additional eggs, or you could do this with men producing eggs so that a woman would have more eggs available during her lifetime. And then the woman could choose, uh, you know, whatever sperm she wants and fertilize those eggs. And she could have a child without any kind of, uh, you know, sexual intercourse. So it's in vitro fertilization, in vitro gametogenesis. Now, if you think about that for a second, it has a very disturbing religious, if you will, because of the ideas of God and creation. It has a religious connotation to it because it's basically saying that we don't need sex, we don't need intimacy, we don't need to have family or relationships, and we certainly don't have to have any of that stuff in order to to have a have a family. That's why promiscuity is promoted in everything that we we see, TV, movies, etc. So it's Suggesting that a woman, she could go a a whole lifetime without having sex, but she could choose the color of the hair, the color of the eyes, perhaps the talent, etc. Whatever she wants her baby to have. The baby doesn't even have to have a dad. They'll just take sperm from a donor and mix it with the eggs. I mean, obviously, in that case, the baby has a, quote, dad. But there's more to it than that. Because scientists have found a way to take a woman's cells and turn them into sperm so the woman can get pregnant from herself. And that is not a joke. That is not a conspiracy. That is cutting-edge science. The author of the study said skin cells can also be turned into sperm. In this way, a single human may soon be able to create its own offspring without a partner. This could eventually lead to a society where relationships, sexual or otherwise, are not uh, functionally necessary to continue the human species. Well, that's precisely what Aldous Huxley wrote about. That's precisely what Eric Blair wrote about. Elimination of the orgasm and the elimination of the family unit, the replacement of of intimacy, replacement of relationships with basically lab grown humans. And this is what is happening. All around the world, scientists are reaching into these dark realms and they are attempting to conjure the power to create life in their image using women and men as surrogates and as guinea pigs for their unnatural experiments. In vitro gametogenesis and in vitro fertilization. Now scientists recently, just a week ago, also announced from the University of Cambridge, they've created model embryos from mouse stem cells that form a brain, a beating heart, and the foundations of all of the other organs in the body. According to SciTech Daily, it, quote, represents a new avenue for recreating the first stages of life. And that is what it's all about, recreating the first stages of life. Not only do scientists at big biotech companies want to genetically alter, patent, and control food, plants, animals, and you, etc. They've employed the same CRISPR technology for brain editing. Companies like Colossal Biosciences want to bring animals and other species back from the dead by performing what I call environecromancy. We saw that with the pigs at Yale University recently. We did a show on that as well. Scientists brought pigs back from the dead an hour after they had died. So they were dead an hour, and they brought them back to life by... Some definition, because they had control pigs, and the control pigs did not come back to life in the same way, so they injected these pigs with organ X and cellular function as a result of organ X, that's O-R-G-A-N-E-X. Cellular function was restored, and the brain, liver, kidney, and heart began functioning like normal. Very similar to what the Soviets did back in the 20s, 1928, 1928 where they reanimated the five senses of a severed dog head using a circulatory machine and then moved on later to what... It was like a a dialysis machine uh, where they uh, they used this machine to uh, bring a dead dog back to life. The dog was dead for 10 minutes. Now they've done this with pigs at Yale University. You have scientific investigation into how a woman could produce more eggs with her own cells or simply produce sperm with her own cells, and impregnate herself. So basically it's the the ultimate insult to the idea, to the concept of an immaculate conception and an immaculate birth. This is something that I know is really difficult to grasp when it comes to the religious aspect. Because everybody who is religious wants to say that this is an abomination to God and they want to use the religious rhetoric. Well, I'm not a Christian. But I can see what's happening. I can see that scientists are eager to replace God with their own genius. Or at least they think it's genius. They want to replace the idea of God with the scientific process not scientific observation, but the scientific process of submitting their theories into the collective, which, we co- which become dogma, and then substituting the role of nature, natural law, the role of divinity of God, whatever you want to call it, balance, creativity, creation, inspiration, replacing all of that with a cold, callous, controlled system. A system of belief, a system of of action, a system in which a woman no longer needs a man, a man no longer needs a woman, no longer need friends, no longer need relationships, you don't really need kids, but if you do have kids, the worker drones, those kids can be produced from your own cells, and you can basically just divide like a cell. You don't actually have to have intercourse. There doesn't have to be the spark of creation. Literally creating new life that isn't necessarily life. It's basically creating little golems, little homunculi, little people that are manufactured through this alchemical process. This isn't my opinion. These are scientists around the world Turning skin cells into sperm. Scientists at the University of Cambridge. Creating embryos from male stem cells. Same thing with the sperm. Same thing with the eggs. Creating brains and beating hearts. And all the other organs in the body. Because they want to create. A new form of life. And SciTech Daily. University of Cambridge. Reporting on that story. Said that this is about recreating the first stages of life. In other words, they're going back to the story of the Immaculate Conception and they're replacing it with their scientific authoritarianism, their scientific technocracy, and they're going back to Genesis and they're saying we can do what God failed to do. We can create a perfect species. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's a lot more after this. Don't go anywhere. rdgable at yahoo.com. The secret teachings. Info is the website. Stay with us.
1: The secret teachings radio show is on Facebook and Twitter. Just search facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings to like us and TST underscore underscore radio to tweet
3: with us.
2: This is David Icke from davidike.com, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable.
3: From Ground Zero to The Secret Teachings, keep your dial tuned to Ground Zero Radio. Want to hear more of The Secret Teachings radio show? Search for the show on any
1: radio or podcast player or find links and a free archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you want to get rid of those annoying ads and get extra perks like access to the montage archive, digital copies of Ryan's books, and early access to the show, then subscribe to the full show archive at thesecretteachings.info. Visit the website and click the button that says subscribe you can do so monthly yearly or through a one-time donation your support always keeps the secret teachings on the air
0: are you intrigued by paranormal talk radio you'll love the new paranormal radio app from talk stream live
3: You are listening to The Secret Teachings Radio. It is September 6th, Tuesday, 2022. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for joining us. I found an article back in 2001, 21 years ago, July 12th, from Science Magazine. Egg fertilized without sperm. In a bizarre reproductive biology advance, researchers have fertilized mouse eggs with cells from another mouse's body instead of sperm. The work is the first demonstration that embryos can develop from the combination of an intact egg and a non-reproductive cell. Very similar to what scientists at the University of Cambridge are doing right now, this story from August 30th, just a few days ago, scientists at the University of Cambridge have created model embryos from mouse stem cells that form a brain, a beating heart, And the foundations of all the other organs in the body. And they say that this is about recreating, this is a quote, recreating the first stages of life. Taking us back to Genesis. Taking us back to the idea of the Immaculate Conception. Immaculate, perfect, clean, in a laboratory, in a clean space where microchips are manufactured, where robots are manufactured, where things that seem quite otherworldly, seem something like from a sci-fi movie, recreating the first stages of life because God messed up. God messed up creating humans. Now, you don't have to be a Christian. This is the issue. This is the problem here. I am not a Christian, nor will I ever be a Christian. But here's the issue. Scientists tell us that they can play God. They can do what God couldn't do. They can recreate creation. They can alter the environment. They can alter the course of nature. And they can tell us with a straight face they're doing those things to prevent humans from destroying the environment or nature to prevent humans with their rabid religious zealotism from destroying civilization with all the violence and the terrible things that religion breeds. So scientists say we can fulfill that role. We can become the priests. We can become the gods. Or we can become the priests and the handlers of a far more intelligent artificial system But everyone will bow and kneel to that system in this dystopian, technocratic hellscape. Now, this is all good, positive stuff, though, they tell us. We're going to recreate the first stages of life. Time magazine told us three years ago that scientists can take skin cells and turn them into sperm and women can get pregnant with their own cells. And I know people think, oh, that's kind of funny. That's that might be good for some women. Maybe they don't want to have a man because all that toxic masculinity. And maybe, uh, you know, it's a good thing because, uh, you know, women that have uh, had traumatic experiences, they don't have to have sex again. They'll just have the the sperm taken out of the, you know, the cells in their body. And this is good because, you know, men, men could get pregnant now. But I mean, there's there's a uh, uterine and I would assume at some point even vaginal uh, transplants uh, or we can just grow a uterus and we'll just plop it into a man and we'll have this artificial uh, synthetic uh, reproductive system. And then, hey, men can get pregnant now. I, I mean, I find that concept and that idea that men can get pregnant, they're just getting used to the idea. This isn't about trans people. This is about literally transitioning you to a synthetic reality where nothing is real your biological self will be merged with this technological this computerized this digital this artificial system it's a merging of man and machine to put it simply it's transhumanism That's why they so heavily focus on transgenders. It's not about transgenders and sex and gender and chromosomes. It's about transhumanism. Robots don't have genders. Robots don't think or feel. Unless we program them to think or feel a certain way. At least before we get to the singularity of full functioning sentient AI. So... Human beings can easily reproduce using their own cells. That means there is no more sex. There is no more relationship. There is no more family. There is no more a friend that could develop into a relationship. There is no more community. There is no more communication or congregation. There's only the adherence to whatever the state determines is the best course for your life. And if you want a child, that child can be bred soullessly out of your own cells in a laboratory. And they're not really your child, as Celine Dion famously said. These are not really our children, she said. So since they're not our children, they obviously belong to somebody else. Because if they're not ours, then that implies somebody else owns them. Or they take possession of them as property. So they're just taking your cells Transitioning them to a smaller version of you. And then raising that smaller version to be as subservient. This is not about helping trans people. It's not about helping women that can't get pregnant. This is about taking control of the reproductive system of women. Demeaning it. Degrading it. Abusing it. Telling a woman that a man can get pregnant. And now a man can get pregnant with uterine and even... Vaginal surgeries where they place, they could grow them or perhaps they could take them out of a, of a dead woman and put them into the man. The, the, or you can simply grow, they do this with animals, grow the animal in a synthetic womb outside of the body. Recreating the first stages of life. Here is what the scientists did at Cambridge. By guiding the three types of stem cells found in early mammalian development to the point where they start interacting, the researchers mimicked natural processes in the lab. The scientists were able to get the stem cells to talk to each other by inducing the expression of a particular set of genes and establishing a unique environment for their interactions. The stem cells self-organized into structures that progressed through the successive developmental stages until they had beating hearts and the foundations of the brain. They also had the yolk sac where the embryo develops and gets nutrients from in its first weeks. Unlike other synthetic embryos, the Cambridge developed models reached the point where the entire brain, including the anterior portion, began to develop. This is a further point in the development than has been achieved in any other stem cell Derived model. Remember when scientists took frog stem cells and turned them into xenobots? That could uh, replicate and they could uh, replace uh, plastic or metal robots. These would be biosynthetic, very unnatural robots they call xenobots. Synthetic embryos without the need of traditional egg and sperm. That's 2022, 21 years ago. Egg fertilized without sperm. Here's another story. August 29th. Chinese scientists have successfully recombined a mouse's chromosomes to create the world's first mammal with fully reprogrammed genes. Using the gene editing tool, CRISPR, researchers from the Chinese Academy of Sciences in Beijing, broke down the chromosomes into different segments and rearranged them in different combinations to create a new package of genes, resulting in the mouse called Xiaozu Little babu, Bamboo, Little Bamboo. The paper published in the academic journal Science revealed that the research team accomplished the first ever modification of genes in mammals on a scale of, Big as chromosomes. So, chromosomal research has led scientists in China to rearrange the genetic processes to create a new package of genes in the process of life developing, the process of life growing, This is 20-plus years of research in three huge articles I have in my hand and all the research points toward being able not only to fertilize an egg without sperm, synthetic embryo, with a brain and beating heart without egg or sperm, and now Chinese scientists have taken it a step further. They've been able to alter chromosomal patterns to rearrange genes in a certain way to create a reprogrammed, in this case, a mouse, but a reprogrammed creature. Now, this is not science fiction. This is science fact. New CRISPR-based map ties every human gene to its function. I, re, uh, I, I re-found I this article. I had to dig for it. June 9th of this year, MIT, MIT professor Jonathan Weissman and colleagues have gone beyond the sequence to present the first comprehensive functional map of genes that are expressed in human cells. The data from the project published in Cell, the journal, ties each gene to its job in the cell and is the culmination of years of collaboration on the single cell sequencing method, Perturb Sequence. So what is this? story from MIT tell us it tells us that scientists have been able to sequence they've been able to map genes and their functions every human gene mapped to its function remember the human genome project where they mapped the genes now they've mapped the genes to their function this story from MIT has gotten virtually no attention we talked about it on this show I'm pretty sure Clyde talked about it on his show at the time this is a huge story because if they understand human genes and all the functions of those genes, let's go back to what the Chinese did. They were able to genetically engineer and alter the chromosomes and rearrange the genes of a mouse, taking a living creature and reprogramming it literally, not figuratively, not symbolically, not kind of half-assed in a laboratory literally reprogrammed the mouse. If scientists have access to all of this incredible power, by power, information, what can be done with it and what will be done with it is more devastating than any atomic bomb. Human Genome Project, the Brain Mapping Initiative, and now the CRISPR-based map that ties every human gene to its function. For all this great scientific research over the last 20 years, are we curing cancer? The last time I checked, cancer was still one of the greatest medical fears of the average person. And we're hearing about cancer more and more. Cancer rates are actually going up, we're told. I don't know if that's even true. Maybe it's just about creating and generating and cultivating fear. But if cancer rates are going up, none of this research is preventing people from getting cancer. Or reversing people's cancer. None of this research is helping people to overcome diabetes or heart disease. The leading killers in the western world. None of this is helping us. People are still suffering and dying. And if you really want to solve those problems, you don't need gene guns. You don't need mad science experiments. You just need to change your lifestyle. It's pretty simple. And because the average person doesn't ask those questions, are told not to ask those questions or are so consumed by their own bias they don't realize that these scientists some of them probably, maybe MIT professor Jonathan Wiseman is a good guy, he might be, he probably is a good guy and he's probably helping to map the genes in your body and connect them to their functions because he wants to save the world, he wants to cure disease, he wants to do all these wonderful things. But there's a parallel here, like Elon Musk talked about, as if there's some kind of thing, there's something that's in the minds of these people that is forcing them to create this technology in league and in parallel with all these other stories, all this other research. Again, 2001, egg fertilized without sperm. Earlier this year, CRISPR-based MAP ties every human gene to its function. Scientists grow synthetic embryo with brain and beating heart without egg or sperm. The story I told you from Time Magazine, the future of babies. Women can extend the shelf life of their eggs by creating new eggs out of their skin cells, and then those skin cells can be turned into sperm so women don't even have to have sex. This is the elimination of the orgasm. It is the destruction of families and relationships and communities. It is Eric Blair and Aldous Huxley's dystopian future. That's what this is all about. Those were not predictions. Those were guarantees. This is the future. This has been the plan for the human race for about a hundred years, maybe a little bit longer than that. This is not about helping. This is not about saving lives. This is not about anything that we perceive to be defined as the word positive or good. This is dangerous. This is alien. This is, for all intents and purposes, Immoral scientists continue to push the boundaries and that's a good thing. Scientists probably should be pushing the boundaries, but some of the greatest scientific inventions, the greatest scientific achievements are not the things that we typically think about like indoor plumbing things like having, having clean water, one of the greatest advancements in human history. We don't ever think about that. We're focused on the things that go boom. We're focused on the things that on a nano level, on a cellular level, well, that's really cool. We can, we can prevent disease by altering that gene without considering the consequences of, of a blowback effect, genetically speaking and any study, any article that comes out that shows the actual dangers of CRISPR gene editing technology, such as CRISPR edited hamsters earlier this year, Georgia State University, they were genetically engineered and as a result lost the capacity to have social interaction. They didn't know how to behave socially. That's one of the things that Kind of feels like it creeps into everyday life, whether it's computers or it's genetic engineering, things that are pushing and leading us into a less social and a more confined way of life. Lockdowns for the pandemic, computers in general that make us less social, but they call it social media, to gene editing. Editing a hamster, which becomes less social. Editing a mouse, just because we can reprogram the genes. If they can reprogram the genes of a mouse, if they can create synthetic wombs, artificial wombs, that's why they keep telling you men can get pregnant. This isn't about trans or some multicolored flag. This is about transhumanism, preparing you for the sexless, genderless, Robotic transfusion. And in the end, as I've read you before, the conclusion to this isn't a more equitable society. The conclusion to this isn't everybody has cool flying cars and robots that do their bidding. The conclusion to this isn't, oh, humans get cell phones implanted in their skin and you can do body modification, not with. You know, things that we have like studs or little rings. We can do all kinds of things to the body. Like we can implant LED lights under your skin and it'll be really cool. You wave your hand to pay for something. It's all, it's all so, it's so futuristic. But here's what it's really about when you upload the mind, it's a hypothetical process. When you upload the mind into machine, And this is what's being done with the collection of information on social media, etc. Read Samsung's 6G paper, their white paper. You'll see what it's all about, creating new places, people, and things in a synthetic world by replicating the real world. Just like these scientists want to do at Cambridge and succeeded at Cambridge, recreating the first stages of life. They want to recreate the first stages of life and they want to recreate creation in all of its forms by replacing the organic world with the synthetic world. Replacing the immaculate conception with their own divinity, their own savior. And when you separate consciousness from the body and convert it in some capacity into a digital form, you transfer consciousness into the machine, the body becomes useless. The body becomes just a husk, a shell. Now, consciousness is still in the body, but when you take the data, the patterns, the likes, the dislikes, all the things that make us us in a digital world, and you replicate them, you replicate us, people, You replicate places, and you replicate things in a digital environment. That's the Samsung 6G. It's not about a cell phone tower. It's not about your cell phone with radiation. They literally say it, extended, immersive, holographic reality, replications digitally of people, places, and things. All that information is being sucked out of your online avatar in all of its forums, anywhere you go on the Internet, Amazon, social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you name it. You go to Pornhub. It's all there. All that information, tracked, catalog, and it's put into a database for you. These people want to recreate life. They want to replace the organic with the synthetic, replicate people, places, and things into a digital environment. Before they can do those things, they have to convince you that men are not men, women are not women, convince you that a genderless existence, a sexless, emotionless, orgasmless existence is the equal world that we all deserve so that they can perform the immaculate conception of creating new humans synthetically when they determine that a new human should be born, literally growing them in a laboratory, in a field where humans are born, liquefied to power the machines, if you will, taking us all the way back to Genesis, which is what this is all about. This isn't an argument over is God real or not. Something is animating my physical body. Something is speaking to you through my voice in this body. That is consciousness. That is awareness. You can call that God if you want. I don't care what you call it. I don't really have a name for it. Whatever that thing is, there are evil forces and energies that don't like that thing. They don't like the intuition. They don't like the emotions. They don't like the families. They don't like the kids. They don't like the free thought. And they want to stifle it. And they want to control it. So they want to create a new genesis. A new immaculate conception. A new human race. Recreating the stages of life. Eliminating the orgasm. That spark of divinity. The spark of creation. Like the energy that was used in the alchemist's little vessel. Little vial. To create the homunculi, the little person. To replicate people, places, and things in a digital environment. And plug people into it. And once you separate consciousness from the body... Perceptually, digitally... And convert it into a digital consciousness in a machine... The body, essentially, becomes worthless. Science Times reported back in March... Eternal life could become possible but only in virtual reality as people would need to leave their physical bodies behind and become living apps and live in the metaverse. The last step is matching the consciousness to a substrate like a metaverse or into a network of artificial brains connected. Another option is Musk's Optimus humanoid robot wherein the physical robot would act as the new physical person. In order to do this, we would need to get rid, eventually, of the human body to fully progress toward this end. No more human bodies. Now, I don't know about you, but this is quite a disturbing thing. And there are so many aspects and elements of this that it's really hard to compress them into a simplistic expression, into a simplistic issue. That's why I take the entirety of a segment or the entirety of an hour, two segments, to break this down. Now, the next hour, we'll do a brief recap of this for listeners that are coming over. But in the next hour, we're going to take the genetics, we're going to take the transhumanism, and we're going to merge that on tonight's show into this. In Colorado, just this week, a utility company locked tens of thousands of thermostats in 90 degree weather due to quote energy emergency. According to the company they chose to be a part of the program. The people that had their thermostats locked. Can't use your thermostat when it's hot because we have an energy emergency. We don't have enough energy to go around. So much for green energy. So much for it being limitless but it's also about the control of those thermostats the companies can exercise. We've seen this in Texas, we've seen this in Colorado. Smart devices, smart thermostats, monitoring, watching, sure, but also giving total and absolute control to a corporation and to a government, to any power, to any authority that wants to turn it off when they will. I'm Ryan Gable, this is The Secret Teachings. There's a lot more after this, don't go anywhere. Broadcasting from somewhere between the normal and abnormal. A collection of question marks. No reason, no explanation. Just a prolonged nightmare in which fear, loneliness, and the unexplainable walk hand in hand through the shadows. It's The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio
0: you're listening to the secret teachings for more information on the show or to contact ryan visit the or email ryan at rdgable at
1: yahoo.com hey this is john peasy at johnpeasy.com and i'm here with ryan gable from the secret teachings
3: it's the secret teachings one of the homes of the original super bowl analysis airing exclusively five nights a week on ground zero radio
2: www.thesecretteachings.info That's where you can read reviews, see pictures and even order yours today
0: Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in paranormal talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence.
3: This is
2: Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable.
3: Broadcasting from somewhere between the normal and abnormal. A collection of question marks. No reason, no explanation. Just a prolonged nightmare in which fear, loneliness, and the unexplainable walk hand in hand through the shadows. It's The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Welcome back to the Secret Teachings Radio Broadcast. I am your host, Ryan Gable. This is the Secret Teachings Monday through Friday, right after Ground Zero and Clyde Lewis. Thank you so much for staying with us in the second hour and coming over from Ground Zero to listen to TST. It is Tuesday, September 6th, 2022. Last night's show, Got a Gaslight? Question mark is in the archive. And you can listen to The Secret Teachings not only on Ground Zero.radio Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific. You can also listen to us on the radio or podcast player or app of your choice. And you can listen for free. Now, the algorithm places advertisements in the show. So if you want to get rid of those advertisements, I don't place them. You can go to our website, subscribe to the full archive, which gets you access to the show, the montages, You'll get access to read and to download all of my digital books, including my new book, Liberty Shrugged, which I hope that you'll go to the website and get a copy of separately, a physical copy, along with my other books, Occult Arcana, The Technological Elixir, and Food Philosophy, all available at www.thesecretteachings.info. If you've bought a physical book, or if you buy a physical book, I'll also hook you up with the digital copy as well. I try to keep things as cheap as possible in terms of of, of what we're selling here to support the show. 50 bucks for a whole year of shows, five shows a week. Uh, It's 20 shows a month. That's that's a lot of content. We're talking a a, a few cents uh, per show. And I really appreciate all of you who have subscribed and who have bought a book and have to listen to me constantly repeat this. That's because obviously people come in and out of the show and. Got to let new listeners know about uh, about the show and about ways to support us, etc. We've been doing this for over a decade, and I cannot be uh, happier where we are right now. I don't think I could be any happier than where we are right now. And um, I feel uh, vindicated on a lot of things that we've discussed over the years. I've told you that I, at one point in my past, a distant past, I worked at Target in the electronics department, and I remember people would come in and they'd be asking for the, uh, the smart TVs when those were first kind of popular. And they would ask me, you know, I'm the electronics guy and older people would come in and ask me, Hey, so, so you're like, you're a younger guy. Like, what do you think of these smart TVs? Do you think I should get one? Or what do you think's the best deal? And I said, honestly, I would never buy a smart TV. And You always get this curious look. Oh, I remember, I remember these people. So well, they get this curious look. And they'd say, well, oh, well, why wouldn't you get a smart TV? I, I thought you'd, you know, be into that having, you know, you work in electronics. You know, why don't why, why you into the smart TV? And I said, I don't know, because they watch me? Because they listen to me? And, and a lot of people were very, they were very responsive to that. Well, what do you mean they watch you and they listen to you? And so I'd, I'd tell them, and I would sometimes, we, you know, we had little tablets there. So sometimes I would take them uh, over to the tablets and I would pull up Samsung's website, and I would show them. And uh, a lot of people were like, wow, I'd never heard of anything like that, so maybe I will get the re- the regular TV. Other people would get really upset at me for showing that on Samsung's website, it says this, please be aware that if your spoken words include personal or other sensitive information, that information will be among the data captured and transmitted to a third party through your use of voice recognition. Countless news publications also reported that over the years. Companies like Vizio, Samsung, Apple, cell phones, tablets, computers. I mean, is it really a big surprise that these devices listen and watch, that they collect cookies, and that they track your eye movements when you have your camera on? Uh, is is that really a big surprise? I mean, ten years ago, it was a much much bigger surprise to people who never considered that that was a possibility. You know, ten plus years ago, within this last two decades, within this century, we've had, you know, the the, the original stories like if you don't want to be listened or tracked, take the battery out of your phone. And then we started to get phones that didn't have batteries. And then our children got phones and they didn't know the difference between phones that had batteries and phones that didn't have batteries that you could take out. I'll never forget watching that news report. I was living in West Virginia. I was in high school and I'll never forget watching that news report about the cell phone battery. That's where I learned it. I actually learned that from mainstream news. Oh, like it was like 15 years ago. And I remember I did like a current, I had to do a current event for my English class in high school and I remember the teacher said that I made it up. I'll never forget that. Uh, the teacher said I made it up. And I said, but I, I watched this on the news. You know, I was just just a kid. I was like, I watched this on the news. It's what they said. She's like, no, that's there's no way they're listening to you through your phones. I, I wish I'd have saved all those papers from high school. I didn't know I was going to be a radio host. But I remember she told me that, like, oh, that's not true. And I, 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 She passed me because I did it, but I didn't get the full grade because she did. she thought I made the story up. And I didn't know how, this was, I mean, this was like 2007. So I didn't I didn't know how to use the internet really then and didn't really have a lot of access to the internet. I didn't know how to research things or look things up really. The only internet access I had was, we had to do current events for history class. That was really the only internet access we had. And I didn't know what I was doing. But I'll never forget that. It just it was like a spark and it stuck, branded in my mind. Well, after all those years and after... All those experiences and it's come out time and time and time and time and time and time again that your thermostats, not just your phones, but your thermostats, toasters, all the appliances you have, all of these things, listen, watch and collect your data. Now, I find it interesting that over the years, there's been a a social And a cultural shift and a pop culture shift from not believing that that's possible to saying, sure, that's possible, but that's a good thing because then they can sell me directly. I don't want to see ads for things I don't want. I want to see ads for things that I want but don't need. I'm happy if they sell directly to me. I'm happy if I'm having a private, intimate conversation with somebody and my phone picks up what I said and starts selling me that item. So we went from denying that it was possible, to denying it was true, to accepting that it was possible, to accepting it was true, to then defending it, to supporting it, and then to begging for it. I want the ads to target me directly. I want to be listened to and monitored because it keeps me safe. Stunning. It's incredible. Talk about gaslighting. Talk about jumping through hoops. Talk about mental gymnastics like we discussed last night on the show. And I want to thank all of you who emailed me last night at rdgable at yahoo.com about the mental gymnastics. I threw that show together so quickly because I was got back from camping uh, and I had to throw something together uh, quickly Monday night. I thought the show turned out pretty well. Uh, that was my 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 general theme, was the mental gymnastics. And I, I appreciate all of you who emailed me and told me that you uh, enjoyed the show last night. Thank you. It's the same kind of a thing. Mental gymnastics. Oh, that's not true. Oh, it is true. Okay, so it's true. So you admit, oh, yeah, but it's a good thing. Remember the Nest thermostats? You know the, the smart toys? You know all these little smart gadgets? You know the toy company, Mattel? They released a smart Barbie doll. Fisher-Price has smart toys that connect to the internet. Ooh, so fun. According to a 2016 Guardian article, I had to pull this back up, researchers at a Boston-based security company, Rapid7, quote, found that the app connected to the Fisher-Price toy had several security flaws, you think, that would allow a hacker to steal a child's name, birthday, and gender along with other data. Well, they're stealing gender, and they don't have to do it through smart toys. The toy maker encourages parents to use the app so that the toy can better interact with children. How about the parents just interact with their children? Rapid7's findings do reinforce how vulnerable consumers can be as they bring more of their possessions online by making them smart. And the more possessions you bring online, the more those possessions possess you. Here's another story. Forbes. On the hacking of a toy bear through the internet. Flaws in an internet-connected teddy bear left the door open for hackers to spy on families, pilfer children's data, and even issue commands to the toy. In other cases, reports have circulated of hacked baby monitors. Hear about the hacked baby monitors? The website Computer World reported on the hacking of two monitors. One family heard voices as the camera followed them about the room. The second mom was freaked out and scared as a hacker remotely controlled the camera to follow her movements. Thanks, Nest. CBS, San Francisco, Bay Area 5 News. This was just a few years ago reported that the, quote, hacker watched them and spoke through their nest system. The hackers also adjusted their thermostat to 90 degrees and would not let them control it. These are just petty hackers. These are low-life, subhuman, below the dirt, below the worms, below the bacteria. These are pieces of human filth that have been lowered below that of dirt, below that of minerals, below that of the dead bodies that we put in the ground in a graveyard. These people are below scum. And these are the kinds of people that can hack into your car. The Anne Heche story we talked about, Michael Hastings, the Mercedes, Princess Diana, which had the anniversary. We talked about that a lot last month with the moon worship, the moon goddess. Richard Clark even said that Michael Hastings' car, the Mercedes, had the hallmark signs of a car that was hijacked. So some people can do this with a cell phone. They've done it with Corvettes, with Jeeps, with Teslas. They can do it with a cell phone, a computer, a tablet, very easily if you know what you're doing. You can also do it with a Nest thermostat, a Nest camera, and then you can't control the technology. Because you open the door for the devil to walk into your home, to watch you, to listen to you, and to control every aspect of your life. and This isn't just about control in the sense of a company saying, well, we we want to control it because it's our technology, it's our product, we want to be able to... No, they want to control it because when Germany and with large parts of Europe say, hey, don't take showers because we have to save water for Ukraine... Don't turn your air conditioner on if you have it because we have to save energy for Ukraine. Or we're just going to cut the energy usage entirely because we have to save energy for Ukraine to fight Putin. Now a Colorado utility company locked 22,000 thermostats in 90-degree weather due to an energy emergency. You can thank the Green Energy Cult for that. You can also look in the mirror. Like V said, if you want to know the guilty, you only need look into a mirror. I know why you did it. Look into a mirror. You're responsible. You're responsible because you signed up for the program. That's what the company said. Why are these people mad at us? They signed up for the energy conservation program. You know, when you get your cool, smart thermostat and it's like hit accept. All the terms and conditions. And it's like 50 pages. You don't even scroll through. you just like accept, 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 accept. I want to connect this to my phone. It's so cool. I want to go downtown. And I'm going to see if I can control my thermostat from downtown. It's really cool. Accept. When you click accept. There's a few seconds. It's cool. A few seconds. Everything's fine. Just like when the general hits the Y on the keyboard in the Terminator 3. Skynet searches for the virus, but oops, Skynet is the virus, and then the whole system goes down after about three, four, five seconds. That's kind of like California had last year 95% renewable energy, and they keep touting that and bragging about it. The only problem with 95% renewable energy is that 95% renewable energy only lasted for four seconds. And now they've got blackouts. All this hype and all this fear over the Labor Day weekend that there's going to be rolling blackouts or some cities will just go totally dark because they don't have enough energy. Thanks, California. Thanks, Newsom, who I think might actually be the, you know, the best guy to play the Antichrist if, if they ever make another one of those kinds of movies. He might even be the Antichrist. I mean, that guy is evil. You ever seen SpongeBob, Mermaid Man, and Barnacle Boy? Evil. That's Governor Newsom. And now Colorado all these hippies with blue hair they so cool. look at they can control my thermostat. Yes, yeah, so can the company. And they are. but you opted into it, okay? You opted into it Xcel Xcel Energy, a utility company based in Minneapolis, Minnesota, confirmed. 22,000 customers in the Denver, Colorado area were signed up for the Colorado AC Rewards Program. Oh, it's a rewards program. What kind of rewards do you get? Because the only thing, apparently, that you get out of this deal is the company gets to determine how hot or how cold your house is. And those people... Enrolled in the rewards program? What do they do? Charge you a hundred times above what the cost of the energy actually is, and then they give you ten dollars off a month if you sign up for the Excel Energy Rewards Program. What a deal! Twenty-two thousand people locked out of their thermostats for several hours, according to KMGH TV, one of the Excel Energy. Customers in Avada, Colorado, Tony Tallarico told that TV station, KMGH-TV, that he attempted to turn up the air conditioning as temperatures creeped into the 90s, but was greeted with a message from this thermostat declaring an energy emergency and prevented from turning the dial. Well, Tony is a genius, isn't he? He bought a smart thermostat, thinking it would be real cool, man. It would be real cool if I can turn the temperature up or down with my cell phone. That's cool. And Tony found out he got bent over by the company. And the company told Tony, hey, this is an energy emergency. You don't get to control of your thermostat. We control it. Now, of course, once again, we're back to the whole deny that it's even a possibility, deny that it's a reality. Because what's the response by the media to this? Oh, they could opt out of it. They they, they could choose to opt out of it even when it was shut off. If they chose to opt out of it, I saw the screenshot of the or the photograph of the thermostat. If they wanted to opt out of it, they could opt out of it even during the emergency. Okay, but we've told you for over a decade, others have told you for two decades... They're going to use this technology to control every aspect of your life. You won't control your thermostat. You won't control your dishwasher. You won't control the water you use. You won't control the showers. You won't control the dishes. You won't control anything in the refrigerator, your car, anything, your computer, your tablet, your phone, anything. None of it you will control. And I find it really weird, especially really progressive people. have like a hard on for this. And yet, They're the ones that hate fascism, and that's what this is. This is corporate government merging. A corporate fascist authoritarian state which has powers way beyond anything that that disgusting piece of garbage Mao or Joseph Stalin or Adolf Hitler or Pol Pot or any other dictator or would-be dictator, Mussolini, etc., could ever imagine the power of the propaganda box and the propaganda black mirror, the power of controlling your thermostat, controlling your car, and being able to shut it off or turn it on at any moment. Hackers with nothing else to do can do it for fun. The company has direct access to it. They don't have to hack it. You're not allowing them to hack into your home By having these things, you're providing the hack. In fact, if you're putting these things in your home, you might be a hack. You're putting them on your wall. Cameras. Microphones. Control boards. Yeah, let me connect my fridge and my computer and my TV and my phone and my thermostat. And what happens When one thing malfunctions, the whole system goes down. What happens when some hacker decides they want to get into your home? What happens? You've seen the videos? Hackers using videos to watch little girls in their room, little boys in their room, pedophiles, pieces of trash, people that want to threaten families for fun or they want to do it, extort them for money. Whatever the case is, just to terrify people, scare people just because it's fun. What do you think the real psychopaths with all the money and all the power really want to do? They don't want to hack in and watch your little girl play with her dolls in her room. They don't just want to hack in and and shout at you from the thermostat. Hey, hey, you, you. They want to do things a lot worse than that. Well, the thing that always bothers me and always gets me, like in San Francisco, this story I mentioned, San Francisco Bay Area 5, this was a few years ago, the hacker watched the family reported CBS News on their Nest thermostat, turned their thermostats up to 90 degrees. Maybe those hackers could help these people in Colorado because the thermostats were locked at 90 degrees because of an energy emergency. Well, how about this? Burn some coal, burn some natural gas, use the energy we have, and then we won't have these kinds of problems. Instead of throwing that all out, created a synthetic technological progression into a green corporate welfare state where you have to have an electric car in California, but then, oops, you can't charge it because the grid doesn't have enough power. It's unbelievable. Truly unbelievable. 22,000 thermostats. Now, I could regurgitate, I could repeat. I mean, I, I could sit here. I have I have so much of this stuff committed to memory. I wrote a book on it called The Technological Elixir has a whole giant chapter, probably the biggest chapter on the smart grid. And then every section is like the stupid smart grid, homes and cities. Um, there's the stupid smart cars, stupid smartphones, stupid this, stupid that. Because that's what they are. They're stupid. And if you install them, you're stupid too. And hey, I'm a little bit stupid. I've got an iPhone. I try to keep it in its case so it doesn't track me. I'm not sure how well those Faraday cages even even work. But I um I try to disconnect myself from it as much as possible. Smart clothing. There's another section of the chapter. Stupid smart clothing. There's intention scanning, biometrics, the future attribute screening technology. Fast they call it F A S T. It's the Amazon website using sensor movements, uh, uh, like the the sensory movements. You know where you your eyes look, where you. Um, you you know, they can determine your blood pressure. They can determine a lot of things by looking at your eyes, your skin, pupil dilation, eye gaze. So they can predict what you're going to do before you do it based on patterns and based on the way that you look. All there's the, all the cars all the car technology with all the great little boxes you can plug into your car. I got one of these boxes from, I think I had state farm insurance on my car when I lived in Florida for, for just a short period of time. And they sent me this, um, black box and they said, hey, plug this into your car. We'll give you 10% off of your bills. Problem is, they're just going to collect my data and they're going to sell my data and they're not giving me 10% off anything. They're just making a price that's already way above what it should cost and then telling us, we'll knock off some of that money if you plug this into your car and let's track where you go. No thanks, State Farm. Screw you, Flow. Piss off, farmers. I'm not participating in it. And now you don't have to plug the box right in. Now I just build it right into the car. So much for it all being just some big conspiracy theory. And this is the gaslighting. You get people so afraid to question the narrative. So afraid to question reality. They're afraid they're going to be sued like Alex Jones. They're afraid they're going to be deplatformed. And that's their livelihood, whatever platform they're using. They're scared of being wrong. So they're ego-driven. And they have this attitude of, it's not true, it's not true, denial. And then when it turns out to be true, well, it's true, but it's a good thing. We need these things. The hypocrisy and the lack of critical thinking that is applied, people have the ability to do it. They just choose not to apply it because it's scary. You could be wrong. You could be for just a moment in the minority. You could be that single individual who doesn't fit into the herd for a moment. I mean, it's cowardice. These things are all real. This technology is all real. Watching, listening, monitoring, tracking, creating patterns. And now when the companies in the state, when the fascist corporatocracy tells you, you can't use your thermostat, there's an emergency. We don't have enough energy. Some people willingly opt into that thinking, oh, we can save the planet. Are you kidding me? I don't know what's worse, the people that actually truly, sincerely think that or the people that are trying to convince them to think that way. Oh, you can opt into it. Yeah, right now you can opt into it. But see, 10 years ago, I was crazy. You were crazy. We were all crazy when we said this was what this is what's happening. And now turns out we were right. It's true. I don't want to be vindicated. I'm not excited about it. I'm not using a smart thermostat. I have tape over my computer. I don't really have much concern over my voice because my voice is out there in tens and tens of thousands of hours of radio over the years. I mean, the bottom line is don't feel terrible if you have a smart device. Don't feel like you're a piece of garbage if you have one of these pieces of technology. But be aware of it and try to disconnect from it. Go for a walk, leave it at home. You know, your phone. It's probably the biggest thing that we're all attached to. Technology that we hold, we wear, we fuse, and then we begin to transition into a synthetic state of existence like the Samsung 6G paper where they say everything in the real world will be replicated in an alternative metaverse-like reality. Going back to Genesis and the Immaculate Conception, the recreation of life, as we talked about in the first hour tonight, merging and recapping it all with more and new information in the final segment tonight. I'm Ryan Gable. Please grab a copy of one of my books. Please subscribe. The Secret is the website to do that. RDGable at Yahoo.com. Or after this, stay with us.
2: If anyone can hear this broadcast, I'm still on Earth.
3: This is the frequency of Ground Zero Radio, Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis, and The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable.
0: you're listening to the secret teachings for more information on the show or to contact ryan visit the secret teachings.info
1: or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com hey this is john peasy at johnpeasy.com and i'm here with ryan gable from the secret teachings
3: it's the secret teachings one of the homes of the original super bowl analysis airing exclusively five nights a week on ground zero radio
2: www.thesecretteachings.info That's where you can read reviews see pictures and even order yours today
0: Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in paranormal talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the
3: iOS App Store. You could listen to this.
0: And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence.
3: This is
2: Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable.
3: Broadcasting from somewhere between the normal and abnormal. A collection of question marks. No reason, no explanation. Just a prolonged nightmare in which fear, loneliness, and the unexplainable walk hand in hand through the shadows. It's The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. are listening to the secret teachings radio i'm your host ryan gable thank you so much for joining us final segment tonight the secret teachings.info is the website the music that you hear throughout the show the bumpers going in and out is from white bat audio that's white bat audio on youtube a couple of people messaged me and told me that they enjoy the white bat audio and they went and checked them out so we appreciate that I don't really talk to those guys, but they let us use their music, and we'd like to promote them when we have the opportunity to do so. If you'd like to reach out to us, rdgable at yahoo.com is the email, rdgable at yahoo.com. And, of course, you know the social media pages, all of it, everything linked up on the website at thesecretteachings.info. So, brief recap. Scientists, back in 2001, fertilized an egg Without any sperm. First time something like that was done. You want to look that up. Egg fertilized without sperm. Science July 12, 2001. Then we had a story. Earlier in 2019. And that story from Time Magazine. Was about something called IVG. And how IVG and in vitro fertilization. Fertilization could be used to allow women to not only have a child without having an intimate partner, but would allow women to use their own cells to create sperm to impregnate themselves. Then earlier this year, MIT announced in the journal Cell, researchers from MIT, that a CRISPR-based map now ties every human gene to its function. They've mapped genes and their functionality. Now, in all actuality, they probably haven't actually accomplished that because a mass majority of the human genome, despite what they've mapped, most of human genetics is still relegated to the category of junk. A category that, when you analyze it, through the the Zipf's law, it shows you that there is a pattern in that 90-something percent. Some say 95, some say 97, some say 98. And 97%, the non-coded part, is parallel to the patterns in human writing and human information gathering, but not in the coded-for genes that they're mapping and finding the functions for. And finding the functions like with the Human Genome Project or the Brain Mapping Initiative through the genetic engineering of plants to save the world from humans that are destroying the plants, which we're not because the, green, uh, the, the earth is greener today uh, than it ha- has been in decades. In fact, uh, the real green movement is carbon dioxide, which is letting plants grow bigger, faster, produce more, and leak less water. Those are all scientific facts. NASA has reported on it over and over again. They've said as a result of the increased greening, there is less global warming. This is on NASA's website. Apparently nobody wants to look there. Pretty simple, pretty straightforward. But the idea that we can save the plants by genetically altering them and turning over the genetic sequence that can be patented to a corporation or a government, which is just a merging of the two, it's... It's hyper-fascism. Then we want to also save the planet because humans have destroyed the environment by engineering the environment, engineering the climate, and engineering the weather. A few days ago, scientists from Cambridge said that they were able to grow a synthetic embryo with brain and beating heart without eggs or sperm. And they said that this was done with the intention to recreate the first stages of life. They said that their goal was to understand why embryos fail, why others go on to develop into a healthy pregnancy. I'll give you a reason some of the embryos fail. Number one, let's look at the spiritual. Embryos fail, perhaps because in a general ambiguous, arbitrary sins, it wasn't meant to be. Embryos fail, fetuses fail, because a woman could be totally stressed out of her mind and have a poor diet on top of that, and the baby doesn't take. Spiritually speaking still, perhaps that man and that woman aren't meant to have a baby together. Now moving from the spiritual to the more mundane physical world, Perhaps those embryos are failing, those fetuses are failing because we abort a large portion of them, millions and millions of babies. And I don't know how you can be pro-abortion and claim you're an anti-racist when 40% of all abortions are on black women, which account for pregnant black women, account for less than 7% of the entire population, 7% for the women themselves, but less than 7% who are pregnant at any given time. Hispanics are close behind that. Like over half or more abortions are, 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 quote, minorities, which, you know, that's just a generalized term applied for political reasons because here in Tucson, Arizona, I'm a minority. But that's beside the point. That's why embryos and fetuses fail. And I have a hard time believing that this is only about recreating the first stages of life to study why embryos fail. Well, if that's the case... It just, for me, sounds awfully similar to what Time Magazine said in 2019. They want to be able to do what those Cambridge scientists did using a woman's own cells or what the Chinese just accomplished. This was reported a day before the Cambridge article in Science, the journal, gene editing tool CRISPR used by the Chinese Academy of Sciences in Beijing, Breaking down the chromosomes into different segments and rearranging them in different combinations to create a new package of genes. Reprogramming. That's what it's all about. Reprogramming those genes. It's hard to find this story. I have a physical copy of it, and I have to uh, say that a listener sent it to me again a couple of years ago. 2017, a study published in Nature Methods by a team of scientists headed at Columbia University Medical Center. The article, Unexpected Mutations After CRISPR-Cas9 Editing in Vivo. And then you get the people that say, oh, that article has been retracted. Yeah, they retract anything that the established corporate fascist government doesn't want to be published. And if it does get published, they retract it. Study found this off target mutations, hundreds to thousands of them, not even predicted by the advanced artificial intelligence. They altered a few genes because a mouse, a couple of mice were literally blind. They altered some genes hoping the mice could see. They said they were successful. And then, oops, a bunch of off target mutations occurred in the DNA. Oops. But they said the mice looked fine. There were thousands of mutations, hundreds of deletions and insertions by altering one gene. Humans should not be doing this because humans, even with advanced AI, cannot predict the consequence of those actions. You want to talk about destroying the planet? You want to talk about destroying nature? You want to talk about destroying the environment and the climate? Spraying sulfur and heavy metals and God knows what other kinds of chemicals, genetically altering plants and animals and humans, that is a danger to the planet. That is a danger to the human race. That is a danger to nature. Not running your air conditioner. Not driving your car to go on vacation. Mad scientists that are genetically altering Everything in the natural world to patent it and to control it and to profit from it is a threat to nature. Those engineering the environment, admittedly now, with chemicals and metals and sulfur, they are destroying the environment, the climate, and altering the weather since at least the 60s. Having a baby doesn't do those things. It has the opposite effect. But This is what it's all about. Recreating the stages of life. Replacing the organic with the synthetic. Recreating the immaculate conception so they can birth their Antichrist. Creating a new genesis. Where they are God. They create the new Adam and Eve. The new Adam is the meta. Meta. Atom, meta atom, the black atom, if you will. God breathed into the nostrils of Adam, the meta or the atom, the first man, is having a new life breathed into him. A life in which nothing is real like you think it is, it's the metaverse or the meta-curse, a digital sub-reality that we have to be plugged into by birth or forced choice. It's also the eighth sphere, the sphere of downward development set aside from the other seven planetary spheres and their signatures and consciousnesses. It's opposition to good, positive divine development. It's the essence of black magic. It's the divine adversary in the domain of His Infernal Majesty, Him. That's the Metaverse. And we are breathing life into Atim. Because Meta means beyond. Beyond the physical world. In German, Atim means breath. We are literally breathing into the nostrils of the new God. The new man. A synthetic man. In a synthetic system. And although I've mentioned it so many times, it probably gets quite annoying... The Samsung 6G paper defines and describes all of this high fidelity mobile hologram, immersive extended reality and digital replicas, all in a 6G environment through digital twins. Users will be able to explore and monitor the reality in a virtual world. So they tell you about metaverse from Facebook. Ooh, and they've got some VR goggles. That is the elementary. That is the kindergarten preschool edition of what Samsung is developing admittedly, and bragging about it in a white paper. And they tell you, oh, you'll you'll have access to this whole other reality. Most people don't even experience the reality they're living in now. They want new realities. It's kind of greedy, don't you think? So what does all this mean? Recreating Genesis, recreating the Immaculate Conception, creating man or Adam or Atim, Meta, in man's own image, Setting the stage for the revelation of the Antichrist through an artificial immaculate conception, immaculate, perfect, clean, like microchips and computers in a clean room. The Immaculate Conception of the Antichrist. They want to recreate Genesis, recreate the first stages of life, replace the organic with the synthetic, and replicate through that process, people, places, and things so you don't know you're not living in the real world. And, of course, you get vile, angry people who say, that sounds like the Matrix. Well, then, whoever wrote the Matrix, the Wachowski sister, brother, weird duo, probably banging each other people, or the third eye book written by the lady that we've interviewed before who won a lawsuit against those, those people because of uh, the, uh, the infringement on her intellectual property. Whoever wrote The Matrix needs to sue Samsung then because Samsung is literally in their white paper building an actual Matrix, which Matrix just means womb anyway. And that's what The Matrix is. It's a womb. That's what the metaverse is. It's a womb. Think about it. The meta is the atom. And the atom The new man. We are in that matrix. We are in that womb. It's an artificial system. A synthetic system. It's not real. But very quickly. Even as adults. With knowledge of what it was like. Before this became popular. And became part of the everyday conversations. That we had. Before any of that. Kids who have no idea otherwise will think that it's normal, will think that it's cool, and that's the serpentine siren call that draws them to the shore where their shipwrecks, and they are abandoned forever, eternally, in this physical damnation. I brought something up on a recent show you maybe you agree, maybe you don't with uh, certain aspects of mainline psychology, but I like to, I like to think of it like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. If something or somebody, if some system is providing you with your physiological needs, like your water and your food, your personal security needs, your safety needs, they're providing you with a social connection, social media, your sense of belonging, your recognition your self-esteem, you know, likes and dislikes on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc., TikTok, etc. If something is controlling those four parts of the five-part pyramidal Maslow hierarchy, you'll never be able to become what you actually could become without those restrictions, without somebody controlling all of those avenues to true expression and self-actualization. And if you can't control those elements, those aspects, those components of your life, somebody else, of course, is going to control them for you. You'll never reach your own potential. And you'll always be beholden to those who hold food and security and social connection and your own self-esteem over your head. Self-actualization. You'll never reach that point. You'll never be able to achieve that. I want you to think of that in context. With all of this stuff that we've discussed tonight. A new genesis. A new immaculate conception. Recreating the first stages of life. Replacing the organic with the synthetic. In the process... Eliminating the orgasm, eliminating family, congregation, children, etc. And in recreating people, places, and things from the physical into the digital environment. Setting the stage through engineering the climate, engineering the environment. All in the name of humans, destroyed it. Let's engineer it and patent it. And control it. The immaculate conception of the Antichrist in the synthetic womb. A super advanced highly intelligent, artificial intelligence, or perhaps another worldly intelligence, AI or otherwise. And plugging you into that system, into what they call the metaverse, which is atom backwards, inversion, like a curse, metacurse, atom, like atom. Atom means breathe. So breathing into the nostrils of the new atom, new atom, a T O M, A D A M, and A T E M. Like the golem, writing that word on the golem's head, creating this new monster, this new thing that can be controlled, plugging you into it. So you're in the womb, the matrix. That's what the matrix is. The matrix is the womb. That's why they're all in those little pods being grown to power the machine world. You'll never reach self-actualization if this system goes into full force. And there really isn't, it feels like, it seems like, much to stop it. Because when you think of little tiny things, like for example, you think of, well, how are they going to plug me into a computer? That's not going to happen. No, well, they'll do that through gathering all your information online, And then they'll just replicate you in a digital environment. That's how you get merged with machines. So you don't really have an option. You don't really have a choice. And it's happening without you even knowing it. And every time you post something, every time you upload something, every time you say something, do something, it is uploading your consciousness into the machine. So they have the patterns. They have the ability to recognize what you would do next. And they can create artificial versions of you. Artificial voice. Artificial video etc. I mean, yes, it's deep voice or deep fake and uh, all these other programs, some of them created by college students, some of the military. And right now it's fun, right? It's like, oh, I can put a celebrity's face on a porn star and watch that celebrity have sex, even though they're not really having sex. And you've really, you, you've really removed yourself from even, Uh, A pornographic sexual experience. You're not even watching the girl who's having sex have sex anymore. Now you're watching another girl on top of that girl having sex. All of it synthetic. All of it digital. All of it. All of it. You you totally removed yourself from even the act of masturbation at that point. There is no orgasm. There, There is no spark of divinity of life. And the children born in these artificial synthetic systems. They serve the system. They serve the matrix. The womb. They are basically vessels of energy that can be sucked dry by something a lot more powerful that wants access to that purity. Remember, purity was also the name of that black oil virus, the alien virus in the matrix. Purity, immaculate. What is immaculate? Clean and perfect, like where they build robots or microchips, right? Immaculate conception of that antichrist system. And when you think about transgenders, there's a difference between transgenders, chromosomal issues, etc., and people that just want to dress up like a woman or a man. Huge difference. Very disrespectful to actual trans people. But that is conditioning us and walking us into a belief in which not only can men and women be whatever they want to be, But you could also be something non-human. Not just a man or a woman. You can be an animal. You can also be something non-human. No gender. No sex. That's a robot. That's a machine. That is voiding your soul and your spirit. Voiding the creative power of the female. Mocking it. Ridiculing it. Making fun of it. Distorting it. Demeaning it. Degrading it. With the idea that a guy with a penis can also have a baby with a synthetic womb. Or shove a tampon up his butt because he, he bleeds too. That's just like on the surface, the culture war, the political aspects. Ultimately, the trans issue is a transhumanist issue. To merge man with machines. I don't really think that is a complex narrative to grasp or to understand. I wrote about it in my book, The Technological Elixir. If you're interested in reading that book, you can find a copy at thesecretteachings.info. And we did actually talk very briefly about that with David Knight on Friday. If you haven't heard the show we did with David Knight, it is in the archive at thesecretteachings.info.info. So I want to know what you think about tonight's show. I want to know what you think about what we covered. And if you want to share anything with us, email the show at rd. G A B L E at yahoo.com. I want to know what you think because I'm looking at this from so many different angles. The reason that I don't want the smart thermostat that can be turned off, like in Colorado this week, because of an energy emergency, is because if my thermostat can be turned off for an energy emergency, not only can my car be turned off for similar reasons, but once I'm plugged into this synthetic system, you can be shut off. Not your thermostat, not your TV, not your car. You can be shut off. Or perhaps from the Brain Mapping Initiative, the Human Genome Project, and this really cool MIT report that came out where they said they've, through CRISPR, mapped genes to their actions, meaning that they can alter your genes And they can create and produce desired outcomes. So that means you become like the thermostat. You become like the car. They can turn you off or turn you on or make you neutral. You become a doll, a marionette, a puppet. And for all the people that really love this, think it's fun and think it's fashionable, think it's cool. It's kind of one of those things like, God forgive them for they know not what they do. I want to make it really clear, my analysis of this tonight, I know it's a lot of information, a lot of different subjects. I'm not an expert on this, okay? Anybody who tells you they're an expert isn't an expert. I'm not an expert, and I'm not telling you that I'm not an expert, so you think I'm an expert. I'm showing you this tonight because when you merge these two concepts together, the mundane that the average person is accepting, the tracking, the monitoring, the listening, the video, the shutting down of your thermostat in your car. And you parallel that to the ultimate goal, which is as these technology companies are writing and introducing the metaverse, the atomverse, the matrix, the womb, the recreation of life, the bringing back of pigs from the dead. They've done this at Yale. The bringing back of extinct animals to genetically alter them, knowing the genes that can be switched on or off to control certain behaviors and actions can be done in humans, you become like the thermostat. You become like the car. You become like the phone, the computer, the tablet, all of it intimately connected to the grid, the Internet of Things, where there's nowhere to run, there's nowhere to hide. It's one thing to leave your cell phone at home. It's another thing for you to be the cell phone. For you to be connected to that system in a way that you cannot get away from it. You cannot run from it. You cannot hide from it. For lack of a better explanation, that is the Antichrist beast system. And I tell you that I think that's what it is, conceptually, as an idea. It doesn't mean in the Bible it, exp- it says they will turn your Nest thermostat down and control it. I don't like when we make this about you believe in God, you don't believe in God. You're a Christian, you're not a Christian. I don't have to be a Christian to understand what the Antichrist represents. I don't have to be a Christian to recognize that human self-actualization is being stifled in the name of human progression. That we're being told to get on the ship. It'll take us to paradise. But listen, that ship isn't taking you to paradise that ship is a grocery bag. You are on the menu. They are going to serve you for dinner. And they just go neighborhood to neighborhood. There's lots of Maple Streets out there. and Do the same thing. till people consume each other. And then consumed by the antichrist, beast, technocratic, transhumanist, Atom, matrix, etc. system. Whatever you want to call it. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Real quick, my new book, Liberty Shrugged. The book is available at www.thesecretteachings.info. And I had a few of my technology books laying around. The Technological Elixir, which if you enjoy tonight's show, highly recommend you get The Technological Elixir. www.thesecretteachings.info. Go to the website. At the top of the page, you'll see links to each of the books. They all have their own page. They have reviews and things like that you can read. And I do this publishing myself now. I don't have a publisher anymore. It's too complicated, too expensive. It's easier to make more money doing it myself. So it's all directly through the secretteachings.info You buy a book, physical book or digital book, you support this show. You subscribe, you support this show. You get access to the uh, the archive, the montages, my, all of my digital books when you subscribe. So you don't have to buy the books individually, digitally, if you will, when you subscribe. Uh, you'll be able to, um, or, or separately, when, when, you, when you subscribe, rather, you'll get access to them. So check that out if you want to support us. Otherwise, email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com. The music is White Bat Audio. And as I said, my Liberty Shrugged book is brand new. It's out. It's 600 pages. It's big. It's jam-packed with information. A lot different than what we discussed tonight. But I'm promoting it because I really want you to go get a copy. I think you'll really, really enjoy it. www.thesecretteachings.info Also check out our affiliate sponsors, Pro1 Water Filters, Transistor FM, and the Tuttle Twins on our website. We don't really sell a lot of, uh, of the Transistor FM or the Tuttle Twins. More so the Pro1 Water Filters. Use our link. doesn't cost you anything. If you get something, we get a small percentage. We also have t-shirts on Public. Everything, again, though, is linked up on our website. We make our most uh, most of our funds from the books and the subscriptions, though. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. And we'll talk to you on the next broadcast right after Clyde tomorrow night. Tune in to Clyde, 7 p.m. Pacific. As soon as Clyde's done, the Secret Teachings comes on, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific. GroundZero.radio, Aftermath FM. And again, the email, rdgable at yahoo.com. We'll talk to you on the next broadcast tomorrow. We have Don Lester on the show, all the way from the UK.